Hi there, I'm Dean Heskin, President and CEO of Swiss America Trading. Uh, we're here talking about the secret war on cash that's taking place around us each and every day. Uh, so many different things happening in today's economy as we look into the future of the economy as well and wonder what to do. I have our regular with us, Chris Agalestos. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Great. Thank you. Happy to be here. Nice to have you. Looks like we both have our No Shave November going, so uh, we'll see how, see how that goes. My wife said she likes me with a beard, so I said, all right, I'll give it a roll. Um, That's a good So time. far, so good. You know, a few days, I thought by now I would kind of get sick of it and be done, but uh, so far, so good. Well, thanks for being with us. And, um, you know, we've been talking uh, in the last uh, few podcasts about a lot of very interesting things that are taking place around us. Today, we're going to be talking about the financial world around us in a more general sense, um, but no less relevant than the day, day-to-day things that we see taking place around us. Uh, for the most part, our financial markets seem to be holding it together pretty well, in spite of all the negative news, forecasts, and information that seem to be surrounding them. Looking at the stock market in particular, it continues to rally. Yes, there's been a few pullbacks here and there, but that's kind of always been the case. So these analysts who say it's overvalued or a massive correction is coming, how do we know if that's true or not? I mean, this article you see now on your screen or on the link if you're listening, it highlights some recent moves made by Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway's company. Specifically, they have sold over $38 billion in stocks this year and are sitting in cash, which is a record sell-off for them. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he's not selling off stocks because he thinks they're going to keep going up. (laughs) The article, it cites several reasons he has been selling off. And I guess, do do you think this is something people should be paying attention to? Is he right? I mean, what are your thoughts, Chris? Yeah, well, uh, you know, the first uh, thing that comes to mind, right, is is you want to pay attention to people's uh, actions more than what they say, right? Actions speak louder than words. Um, and, uh, you know, I know you, you know, this, uh, Mr. Buffett, right. He's known as the Oracle of Omaha for a reason. Um, uh, you know, he's, he's right a lot of the time and, sure. uh, you know, in, in the industry, he's, he's known as, uh, probably the best fundamental investor, um, you know, in recent history. And so, you know, what does that mean? He's a big proponent of buying low and selling high. And uh, what is he doing right now? He's selling. <laughs> so, right. um, and, and not only is he selling, you know, record amounts of, of sales and his cash is up 70% year to date. So he's, he's increased his cash stockpile 70%. So he's, he's taken advantage of what he views as high prices, which means uh, lower prices are going to be coming. Uh, how big of a, a market crash you know, uh, that's that's going to be or, or he's predicting we don't know. But he specifically came out and said, look, there's a lot of geo geopolitical risk right now um, and inflation and the long term effects really can't be estimated right now. So, you know, he knows there's bad stuff on the horizon. Uh, he's, uh, you know, circling the wagons and uh, stocking up on some cash. And, uh, you know, on the on the other side of it, maybe a few years from now, if things turn around, I'm sure he'll be dumping that back in and, and maybe buying companies for pennies on the dollar. 
but I think it's important that investors pay attention to that and kind of heed the warning, if you will. Yeah. Well, and you're, you know, Warren Buffett has become, you know, his name somewhat synonymous with the stock market. I mean, He's been a billionaire since before billionaires were cool. Well, I mean, I guess billionaires right. have always been. The concept of being a billionaire pretty, is pretty cool. cool. <laughs> I'd like to try it on for size. Yeah. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, they're, they're buying low and selling high, and there's there's a reason that he's selling out at these levels. And I and I, do, I agree with you. I think it is something that you know people should really be watching because you know, and we and we saw the same thing. And in fact, in an earlier podcast we did. Uh, talking about Jamie Dimon, who of Chase, who just sold out a pretty substantial portion of his position. So yep. I think that's definitely something to keep a watchful eye on. Now, in the global markets, I found this very interesting, where China, despite being the largest producer of gold in the world, has also been the largest purchaser purchaser of gold through their central banks. Mm-hmm. Now, some of you might be saying, well, what's the big deal? So, so what, they're buying gold. Um, I think the big deal is the reason behind them buying gold, which is to say they're doing so to create distance from the U.S. dollar, as well as a hedge against economic and geopolitical volatility. And on earlier podcasts, we've been we've been talking about the emergence and growth in BRICS for the same reasons. But I think what's critical to understand is the world is seemingly, forgive the pun, fed up. With the U.S. dollar, a nation's currency and economy is supported in large part with the popularity of their currency. We've been hearing about overvalued markets like we were just discussing, as well as debt problems, inflation, and the list goes on. I feel a good thing to try and do to be best protected and prepared is to look at what the big players out there are doing like i.e. Buffett selling stock or China Mm -hmm. and all the other central banks out there buying gold. Do you think, Chris, that's a sound strategy for everyone? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, we're, we're taught from a young age to, you know, learn from people uh, with more experience, uh, more knowledge, you know, maybe uh, insiders that have a little better feel for what's going on. And uh, I, I think this is a, a perfect example of that. You know, again, uh, what is, pay attention, what is China doing? And, and not only are they just buying gold like you you know you mentioned 25% approximately you know give or take a point of all the central bank purchases of gold belong to china so china's i mean that's a huge portion a quarter of the uh, central bank purchases are all being done by china wow. and and you know people know uh, what they're trying to do is lessen their reliance on the dollar like you mentioned and like we've talked about with bricks uh, you know, countries are are fed up, um, you know, with uh, uh, our management of the dollar. Are you do my joke, fed up? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Every, <laughs> subconsciously, yes. Uh-huh. And and but that's what and that's what they're doing, right? And where are they going? You know, they're going to gold uh, because it's it's stable. Um, you know, it's always been a stable store of value. They want to reduce their exposure and their risk to the U.S. dollar. So what are the lessons there? I think it's something that we've talked about and, and everybody uh, really should do. It's, it's why we have car insurance. It's why we have uh, health insurance, right? We want to reduce our exposure, reduce our risk for harm. And one of the great ways to reduce our financial exposure 
is to diversify, not have all our eggs in one basket. And uh, gold is one of those things that, you know, maybe the people listening and, and viewing our uh, program here, they're probably a little bit more informed because they're seeking out this, this knowledge. But I think most people really don't have an understanding of the gold basket. And it's, it's something that they really need to uh, learn about. You know, our company, we're big on education and explaining how and why and not just trying to sell people on a product. And I think if most people understand, um, you know, the benefits like, like China understands that gold can give you, there's no harm in putting an appropriate, you know, portion of your savings in that gold basket and protecting yourself and just minimizing the chance that you are going to be as negatively affected by inflation and, and what's happening with the dollar. Sure. Well, and that's, I think, a very important thing. Like, I, I hope people really can put their head around and understand that when you hear about, you know, BRICS distancing from the dollar or uh, what China is now saying and uh, it, it, central banks, you know, getting less dollar reliant, um, mm -hmm. that dollar they're referring to is the same dollar many people's retirement is wholly invested in. It's right. that same dollar that, you know, they're, their savings, their bank accounts of, or, or what any type of a, a account that they have is denominated in those same dollars that the world and the big players throughout the world are trying to take a step away from. So that's where that yep. key, the key is that concept of diversification. So you have uh, less dollar reliance yourself. And like the banks, they, they still function in the, in the realm of cash and fiat monies throughout the world. But they also know that they need to have that anchor of physical metal. Heaven forbid something bad happens out there. So thanks Absolutely. for sharing, Chris. And that's great information. Uh, as always, you have you're very insightful. You're like a you're like our small eared Yoda or something like that. So thank <laughs> you're not, you so you're much. You're not fed up with me yet? <laughs> not, not even a little bit. So I appreciate it. And for those of you tuning in, thank you so much. Uh, feel free to comment if you have some comments that you'd like to share and to hear more episodes like this, to, uh, please subscribe. And we, if you haven't already, also follow us on social media as we'd uh, love to see you there and see your post or so you can see some of our posts, etc. So, again, I'm Dean Heskin, President and CEO of Swiss America with Chris Agalestos from Swiss America. Thanks for tuning in and we will uh, tune in next time, excuse me, for our next podcast. We'll see you then.